0: It is Correct Opinions on Wrestling for uh, September 30th. I'm George.
1: I'm Melissa. We're reviewing AEW's Dynamite. He forgot to mention that.
0: And here we, we are. Here. That's what we do every week, week in, week out for five weeks and many more to come.
1: We're a little late because we, we found, found some kittens, and it's been a lot of work We've taking been busy care with of stray them. kittens but we're here one day late.
0: We're back. Uh the kittens are doing well. They're in their little playpen. They're they're beautiful little creatures. Maybe we'll post a picture or two on our Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh you'll see some kittens. But for now, let's get to the show. We open with uh Starks versus Darby Allen,
1: which is great. Great match. I love both of them. I genuinely didn't know who was going to win, which I always like.
0: We come out with uh, uh, Starks with a body bag with Darby's name written on it, which uh, was very nice. Uh, I feel like it actually sells the feud. Weird segment with um, JPEG Mafia.
1: Wait, did you look that up?
0: I I did look that up.
1: Oh, so that's who that is?
0: JPEG Mafia. Who is that? I, I have no idea.
1: Okay, there was a video Darby did, one of his Black and White videos with that guy talking about Darby. Which it, is, it was good. I just didn't know who he was.
0: It was a good video, but, you know, I have to kind of put some of the... Wait, the, who is he? I don't know.
1: What do you mean? What does he do?
0: I, I just know he, his name is JPEG Mafia. Oh,
1: good job. Good research.
0: I'm, I'm a scientist. <laughs> oh my God. But I feel like AEW, if they're going to do stuff like this, they need to, like, actually tell us who these fucking people are.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that later. Fair enough. This is another example later.
0: Um, But, you know, he he continued that ti- bleh, tried and true, um, telling us that Darby's going to make him his bitch. Once again...
1: Wait, they said that?
0: Yeah, once again, JPEG Mafia said that uh, Darby so was going to make him his bitch. i so weirded out by people
1: saying that all the time. It's so strange.
0: It's overused. It's got to be peppered. You know, it's got to be used sparingly.
1: Yeah, I don't know. When I, when I hear that, I just feel like it's like two scary dudes... On the show Oz. Oh, God, no. When I hear, like, I'm going to make you my bitch, I think of the show Oz. So in this match, it's which really one was Beecher? I don't know. That was a great character. So there's a spot where Darby does a tope suicida. And Ricky starts hits his head on a guardrail.
0: Darby gets a amazingly painful-looking spine buster on the apron, which uh, made me cringe a little bit. One of these days, one of these guys are going to get hurt um, in AEW getting that spine buster spot. They seem to really
1: like that. Mm. But... um, No comment. Right. Brian Cage comes out. He looks like he's going to help. Then Will Hobbs comes out and uh, subdues Brian. Pulls him backstage. Yeah, they
0: start beating on each other right to the back. Big beefy boys. I really like that. That really shows how you... Triple B's. Triple B's. (laughs) Better Stop, Business Bureau. Drop them triple B's on them. hmm I, I really like how this shows that it's not that hard with, like, the slightest bit of thinking to build multiple layers of a professional wrestling feud in a single match. It doesn't have to be that hard. And that's just refreshing after, you know, so many years of The Other Place. And so why are you making those faces at me?
1: Oh, aren't we an expert? I am. A I've been doing this. Bucket expert. I've been
0: doing this five weeks. I'm practically a doctorate.
1: <laughs> Darby gets whipped whipped, whipped off the Whiff. apron. He hits the side. Oh, man.
0: Ricky throws Darby.
1: <laughs> what I said just right now wasn't coherent.
0: It doesn't matter. None of this matters. He it's, was
1: whipped off the apron.
0: It's just live radio, baby. Hot talk.
1: <laughs> hits the, the bats hard. There's a couple of near falls. There's a destroyer near fall.
0: Ricky throws Darby by the wrist to the floor. Ow.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. Though he whipped him off the apron. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Oh God, this podcast is already off the it's rails. It's fantastic.
0: Oh. Mid air spear from Starks as Darby comes off the rope.
1: Another near fall. But uh.
0: Darby kicks out, and then there's a coffin drop for the win.
1: Yep. Coffin I- drop right onto Starks. Uh painful lower back.
0: I love this match. This was a great, great match and a I great didn't know opener. I knew who was
1: gonna win, and it was like rough. Like they were beating the hell out of each other. It was great.
0: And you know that's the beauty of AEW. That's really what they do well. That sense of unpredictability. Dark notwithstanding, but when you get two guys who are really in the same position on the card. I feel like there's a real sense of I have to watch this because I, I don't know who's going to win.
1: Mm. I guess when you say that because I feel like most of the matches tonight I knew who was going to win.
0: But in this one you didn't.
1: <laughs> but you were like, AEW does this so well. But When then, they
0: like, choose to. When they choose
1: uh-huh. to. All right.
0: Oh my god. Anyway, right. who's a... Well, this next bit I'm sure we can agree on.
1: Fucking Cody comes out to his, you know, dark...
0: Dark Cody.
1: Dark Cody entrance.
0: And can I just say, I feel like now, you know, his music fits because he is so fucking middle school top to bottom. No. He looks like the guy from Lazy Town that died.
1: No. He died.
0: Yeah, he died. Along, but everybody knows that on the internet, so we're okay.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not on the fucking internet, so saying, I don't know about LazyTown. I'm, I'm just, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh look, my god. Well,
0: you should be sorry, but also uh, you don't have to worry about us getting canceled for that because that's that's the joke. That's that's the meme. I Cody, never not
1: get fucking canceled because of some dumb shit you said.
0: Cody has styled himself after the guy from LazyTown who died.
1: No, I thought he was super mean.
0: Superman Returns, maybe. The worst of those fucking films. Oh my
1: god, there's all these references. I don't know. That's alright. <laughs> alright, he comes out to his dark entrance and Dosh is in the ring interviewing him.
0: Oh, what a horrible promo. And I thought it
1: was funny because he starts talking about that show he's doing. With like Snoop Dogg and Rosario Dawson.
0: Nobody liked that fucking game. Like nobody wants that, Cody. Nobody in the AEW. I don't know. Do no people
1: want that? Nobody
0: in the AEW demographic wants that fucking show. I get Is
1: that true? I know no, I
0: don't. Oh, it's absolutely true. Nope what's what do you think the crossover is between <laughs> big dumb fucking game show and the best wrestling in the United States? Ooh. Zero. Zero. Zero crossover. But- and I understand why the executives oh. at Warner might want that brand synergy, but nobody wants that. Why man. are you coming
1: so hard tonight?
0: Because I have to come hard, because that's our <laughs> brand. I come hard, and you make fucking fun of me for it. So that's where we're at.
1: Well, what made me like weirded out by this is it felt so much like a commercial for that show. It was not subtle. That's all it was. I wish it was a little bit more subtle. And also, I've got a real big problem. What's your problem? Oh, it's a big problem. Why are we pretending that the TNT belt is higher than the AEW championship?
0: I'm sorry, you mean the ace belt? Cody legitimately called this the ace belt.
1: I'm like so confused by the fact that we're treating that belt like it's higher.
0: You know when you can call this the ace belt? When they finally open that fucking forbidden portal, have Tanahashi come through and win the title. Only then can you call it the ace belt. Until then... Go ace. Go ace. <laughs> From day one, I've called this as it is. It's Cody's fucking cosplay belt. And oh, that's all it is. Damn. That's all it is. Because that's all he'll let it be. It has potential. It could grow into something great. I love Brody Lee as the champion. But really, right now, Cody is just dying to make this his cosplay belt. And... What? I have proof of this. Last week, I have I have proof. I can do my math on the back of a fucking napkin. Last week, last week, was it last week? I don't know. I don't know
1: where you're coming from.
0: Orange Cassidy versus Brody Lee for the TNT title. Now, as a rule on this show, we don't like to play Booker, and I understand and respect that. But (laughs) I'm gonna ignore that. (laughs) But get
1: to it. Oh,
0: but if you were going to have Cody come in and make his big return, why wouldn't you do this? Have Cody come in, cost Brody Lee the match, cost him the championship. That, that sets up one of two, that sets up two things at once. You give people what they want in Orange Cassidy becoming a champion. Because Orange Cassidy is one of the most over people in this company right now. Agreed?
1: Yeah. It's taking too long.
0: Oh my god, it's a podcast. We got all the time we need. No. Anyway. It sets (laughs) up that blood feud between Cody and Brody next week. Because, oh my god, you cost me my fucking title. Then... You could have booked a triple threat match between Cody, Brody, and Orange Cassidy next week. You could have had Brody take the pin
1: from Cody. See, this is why I don't like booking, because like, there's so many things you could do. Like, why are you...
0: Because this just makes sense, and I feel like... It makes sense to you. It makes sense to what... I guarantee you I'm not the only person thinking this. Tell us in the comments below.
1: Yeah. Give us your comments so we can pick them apart. Give us your opinions. Hell yeah. So we can tear them apart on air, please. But
0: honestly, would that not have been a better way to do it? The thrill of having fucking Orange Cassidy?
1: The thrill. No, think
0: about it. From. (laughs) You're a bastard. It's
1: thrilling. Oh, the thrill. Oh, where are you going with this? I'm going with with this. this.
0: If Orange. No, I'm not. If Orange Cassidy had won the TNT title last week, you would fucking tune in. Because anything can happen. Okay,
1: yeah, but see, you're you're playing booker, and you can book anything.
0: There's a difference between booking anything and booking something that was right in front of their fucking faces. Ooh. I don't understand this, because before, (laughs) pre-show, you were telling me, oh my god, that actually does make a lot of sense. Okay, you know,
1: when you were saying it to me before, you said it quickly, and I was like, oh yeah, that would have been cool. But now you're taking 20 minutes and fucking preaching... I'm not Like you're preaching. wearing a white suit and a tent on a hot <laughs> oh,
0: southern oh, afternoon. <laughs> I'm wiping myself down with my prayer off
1: <laughs> Like, stop booking.
0: I'm just saying. Like, if you're
1: going to book, get to it fast.
0: Okay, here. I'll no, get to you it. already said it. No, 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 no. <sighs> Cost him the title. Orange Cassie has a title. Following week, rematch. Cody can pin Brody Lee. Win his stupid fucking cosplay belt back. Orange never loses it.
1: Oh my god, the are end. you done?
0: Yeah, I guess I'm done.
1: Okay, good, because I have a point to make this way more interesting than I don't
0: that. think it is, but
1: go ahead. Because you're booking, it's like, I could just book, oh, well, how about we have fucking aliens shoot a laser down through the fucking ceiling and do this and that. You're a turd. You can do anything with booking. <laughs> Here's my important rabbit hole I want to go down. Go on, I'll
0: talk over you the entire time. Like you you Try. I would like
1: to see you try to fucking debate this. I have a real question about middle card titles. I don't understand what the point is unless getting the mid-card title gets you a shot at the main belt. What is the point of a mid-card title? Like, I see these people, and they want to go for the mid-card belt. And isn't the point of wrestling, like, everyone should be aspiring to get the main belt? Somebody explain this to me. What is the point of being the mid-card champion if it doesn't get you a shot at the main belt? You want to debate that?
0: I don't want to debate it. I do want to acknowledge that Lucha Underground, rest in peace, did this mm-hmm. very well.
1: Yeah, if you got the mid card belt, it got you a shot to be number one. If people don't want to be number one, what the hell is the point of watching wrestling?
0: And it was genius because it was basically a permanent money in the bank. You got it. You cashed it in. You got your title shot.
1: Yeah, and that's the only thing that makes sense. So that's my little spiel on mid card belts. So not only does a mid card belt not really make much sense to me, but when people are pretending it's the top belt, I don't like it. I don't like. I don't fucking like it one bit.
0: Only Cody Rhodes is doing that though.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get through this section. So Dasha asks him if he's going to accept the dog collar match that Brody wants, and he says no, and then he storms off. But then...
0: He comes back says...
1: Three seconds later... Yes! He's like, yes, most please! <laughs> and can I
0: just say, during <laughs> Give his...
1: Me- Wait, <laughs> we did properly explain okay. this weird promo... And he comes back. Okay, so he says no to the match, and he comes back and says no, no regrets, and he's just screaming at the top of his lungs, like,
0: like he's no a regrets. Fucking stroke.
1: It's, it's I, I thought maybe I was having a stroke. I couldn't understand what I was looking at. And I just want to make
0: a note here when he was doing his dumb plug for that stupid fucking game show, when he was like, oh my god, I'm next to Rosario Dawson and Snoop Dogg and. Who am I to be there? Yeah, who the fuck are you? Who decided suddenly that Cody fucking Rhodes is going to be a a fucking multimedia star? Nobody buys it. Nobody liked that, Cody.
1: Well, We'll see. We don't know yet. People might buy it. You never know what the hell people will buy. You know what? People have let me down
0: so much over the past few years.
1: Yeah, well, this would be nothing compared to the disappointments.
0: And another thing, I'd like to know... And you and I'm not gonna plagiarize here. I'm gonna give you credit because you brought this point up. What? Why is there always? And I love a good gimmick. I really, really do. Why is there always a fucking gimmick for a Cody match? You made that point.
1: Yeah, cause it was like, okay, when you had the MJF thing, it was like, all right, we got like the thing with the whippings. Then we had the Wardlow match in a cage. And then for the TNT belt, we had Mike Tyson there. And now that he wants his belt back, now it's a dog collar match. And it's just like, it just feels like too much. It's starting to feel like the gimmicks are a gimmick.
0: And you know, I'm not going to lie. The MJF stuff, I thought was chef's kiss.
1: Chef's kiss.
0: I enjoyed every bit of the overbooking of the MJF stuff. But really, now it seems like Cody just can't have a fucking match where he just wrestles.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, because then he had, like, matches, too, where it was, like, he had that match with Scorpio Sky, and then, like, Matt Cardona came out, and... I don't know. Sometimes I just appreciate a damn simple match. Like, two people go in, and then someone wins, and there's not, like, all this extra bullshit
0: you expect this kind of spectacle from like the top of the card and i feel like i feel like cody is really trying to fucking (laughs) make his mid-card shit into the top of the card i
1: actually disagree with that i think the higher you get up the card the less gimmicks
0: not historically though
1: Mm. that's how i think it should be though like if we're talking about a championship no gimmicks, no clusterfucks, no bullshittery. Like, I just want to see the best people put on a fucking match, somebody win, and that's the end of it. I don't know. What do you think, people out there? Leave us a comment so I can read it, and then talk about it on the show and tear you into an asshole. Oh, God For damn. your poor opinions.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: Try to disagree with me. <laughs> Alright, so, okay, so he says yes to the dog collar match.
0: We get a clusterfuck brawl.
1: Brody Lee comes out, and they're fighting, and then, like, fucking everybody...
0: And, of course... ...is
1: out there.
0: Brandy Rhodes has Brandi to insert comes herself. Out.
1: She, like, gets on the top rope, and, like, I guess it was supposed to be a swanton, but she just kind of rolled into a huddle of people... And then like, there was Anna Jay out there, and like Nyla threw Kylan King to the floor. Why? So they're gonna be a. It was like, they were trying to set up like multiple feuds during a massive clusterfuck.
0: What's that gonna be? Is there gonna be a fucking dark
1: feud? I don't know. Like Brody like leaves and comes back and tries to beat on him some more. It was just a giant mess. And
0: so sometimes it's a Cody that... segment.
1: sometimes it works for me, and just sometimes I'm just like, okay, let's move on. Let's just move on because this is just a clusterfuck. And if you know me.
0: She you, hates a clusterfuck. I match. don't
1: like a clusterfuck. It wasn't even a match. It was just a, a clusterfuck waste of time.
0: I feel like it's too much for the mid card. I feel like it, it's overselling it. I feel like Cody's trying to fucking.
1: I think that every time his music hits and he comes out to like fucking operatic singing and like lights and, like, fog and, like, why does he get this ridiculous entrance? It's middle Ugh. school,
0: my hair is black.
1: Yeah, but before that you get, like, there's, like, a woman oh. singing. And, yeah, and then there's, like, fog and lights and the fucking set parts, like, the Red Sea. <laughs> and out comes Cody and then the fucking middle Cody school music Cody thinks he's hits. fucking Moses. And I'm just, like, annoyed by, like, how he gets treated like i know you're a big part of the company but god damn quit pushing yourself like that. can i
0: just say the other evps have had the good fucking sense not to immediately use this as their own vanity promotion cody has not yeah so i'm just gonna leave it there because i think that says it all
1: like i'm not trying to go hard and i am and tear into cody but i'm just being honest like this Every time he comes out, I'm like, Christ, like who's who's coming out? Jesus? Like, I don't understand.
0: want Jesus got Cody instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't.
0: But <laughs> I'm honestly, just being honest,
1: I don't like it.
0: The rest of the EVPs, Kenny Omega, uh, the best wrestler in the fucking world, had the good sense. Not to just use this to put himself over immediately as the world champ. When he could have. And he could have made a good case for it.
1: And the fact that the Young Bucks have not been tag team champs. Like, holy shit.
0: But here comes Cody with a fucking chip on his shoulder. Like, honestly, these past five weeks, not having Cody on my television, I've enjoyed it. And now I'm sad he's back.
1: Damn.
0: I'm just going to put it out there.
1: Damn. I don't mind Cody. I just don't understand why we're all pretending he's like God's gift to wrestling. Cause
0: this is Cody's world, baby, and we just fucking watch it on Wednesdays. <laughs> That's
1: pretty good. All right.
0: Moving on to the. Let's
1: move on because we're just being mean. I love Honest. That. I love that. Honest, but not nice.
0: FTR promo. FTR
1: with Shivani. They call our best friends. Backyard wrestlers, um, they, then they start talking about the Young Bucks and how they always blow their chances and how Meltzer loves them. And let me just go off on a side tangent right now, just a, just a quick side tangent while you, while you grab a drink.
0: Are you about to start some beef here with <sighs> Meltzer?
1: Not with Meltzer, just this whole idea of like, ooh, Meltzer likes this person and Jim Cornette likes these people. Who gives a fuck? Please explain to me, like, by people talking about this all the time, they're giving Jim Cornette and David Meltzer all this power to say what is and isn't good? How about we all just watch it ourselves and decide for ourselves? Like, I've never understood.
0: But then why would people need to listen to us?
1: Oh, fuck.
0: You're pulling at the wrong fucking strings.
1: (laughs) I pulled the wrong strings. My God,
0: the Matrix has been unplugged. No,
1: okay, here's why we're different than them. I want to see your opinions and your comments, and this is, a, <laughs> let's pretend this is an open discussion. <laughs> but seriously, like, I see people bitching like, oh, you know, Meltzer's a cancer to the industry, and Jim Cornetza, this and that. It's like, well, why are you talking about them? Why are you giving them power? I just never understood the idea of critics in general. Like, I don't understand why people need to hear what other people think of things. Like, I just watch something, and I decide whether or not I like it. I don't know if that's a strange concept. But this whole thing of- like, That's unheard of. Oh, Meltzer gives them five stars, and it's like, oh, Jim Cornette likes these assholes. Oh,
0: Jim Cornette thinks it's a mud show, boss.
1: <laughs> like, I just don't care, and I don't understand why anybody else cares. Who cares?
0: So during the promo, Matt super kicks Tony during the interview- which, Matt Jackson,
1: you should mention that. We been, Matt Jackson walks in. It's a it's super a, kicks Tony Schiavone.
0: To me, that is the shot heard around the world. Ain't what? no one gonna stand for that.
1: What super kicking and Schiavone? Yeah. Why God already did it?
0: Oh. <laughs> hey, he's got a download thing going with Britt Baker. So he doing all right. He's living his best life. No,
1: I actually don't like Tony Schiavone. He just acts like. He has this personality of, like, a kicked puppy. And that's why He's like Baker's into it. Probably, because she could just lord over him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's not pretend we actually think they have a thing going on. I, 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 I People do. are going to think we're idiots if we actually think there's a thing going on. Okay, so then we have Dasha talking to SCU. And it's a pretty normal promo. And uh, as they're going out to the ring, they see Sean Spears. And he tells them...
0: Good Good luck. luck.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. We'll see what that's about.
0: Four horsemen, so Tully can stop doing that fucking shocker.
1: (laughs) Does he know what that hand symbol
0: means? Tully's a big Dane Cook fan. I think he (laughs) knows exactly (laughs) what he's doing.
1: Nobody is that. Nobody's that. Tully is. No. So then we have our next match of the night. We have SCU. With uh, Christopher Daniels out there. Versus FTR with Tali out there.
0: What a turd of a match. I did not give a (laughs) fuck about this match. Yeah,
1: but we had Hangman at the desk. Like
0: Hangman.
1: And he talks about how he wants to still be in a tag team.
0: In service of setting up Paige versus Kenny, I'm good with this. But this was a boring fucking sleeper of a match. This was a piss break of a match.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like they had Hangman out there in commentary because, like, it's just uninteresting.
0: They knew it was fucking boring. They knew, oh, man, how do we get people to stop coming to the bathroom during this match? Oh, put someone we like out there. Put Hangman out there.
1: You know, it was funny at one point, though, because Zarian kidney punched someone. One of them. I can't tell FTR. Like, I don't know which one's which. It doesn't I matter. I think Dax is the bald one.
0: It doesn't matter who they are, they're just boring. But one of them
1: gets kidney punched, and I thought that was hilarious and I would like to see that more in wrestling.
0: FTR is just something straight out of the fucking original eighties WWF yeah. era. And it bores me to fucking tears. And I hate it.
1: What's especially bad is like they have decided this match is twenty minutes with great a brush with greatness.
0: Or FTR, whoever's available.
1: I mean, oh, man. Like, I don't want to be mean, because it's not like I think FTR is bad.
0: It bores me, though. I just,
1: like, don't care. And, like, their whole attitude of, like, this pretentious, like, oh, we're real wrestling just, like, so puts me off. And I don't think... That's not even just, like, their... That's them. That's them.
0: And on a meta level... I mean, I'm
1: just, like, they're just constantly in kayfabe
0: on a meta level i am very legitimately happy for ftr that they fucked over vince mcmahon and they got out and they got to do something outside that fucking cult of a company but that doesn't mean that i'm thrilled that they're on my television as a tag team champions
1: just i can't get into it i mean i know there's lots of people out there who like it And if you like it, you can comment and tell us we're dumb assholes.
0: But you're wrong, because there's the correct opinions on wrestling. I'm going to
1: bring it up in the next episode. I'm going to name your name. I'm going to put your name in my mouth, and I'm going to call you a dumb asshole. So bring (laughs) (laughs) it
0: (laughs) on. You want to
1: (laughs) fight? I almost
0: almost got us canceled, baby. Why? Well, I'll tell you after the show. (laughs) Oh, no. But... What well at least I had the good sense not to say it on air. That's called personal growth.
1: Yeah, that is. That's good. We don't have to rewind and re record. One
0: one good um one good aspect of this match is they did make SCU look good. Bunch of near
1: falls. Oh my god, that's right, yeah. Like I know like their whole thing is like they're the bad guys and they want to make the other team look good, but they made SCU look real good. There were so many near falls. Like SCU they were beating their asses. Didn't
0: mind that. Tully grabs Scorpio Sky's leg, and then yeah. FTR gets the win. So it the was a rules, cheaty win. Fuck finish, but the you know the rules guys break the rules. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, but that's why they're they're they are the bad guys because they do shit like that.
0: So moving, that's like their whole thing. So moving on from this dump of a segment, we learn there's going to be a tournament with the finals at Full Gear. Uh, And the winner of the match is going to get a future AEW world title shot.
1: Yeah, something means something.
0: Imagine fucking that. (laughs) So uh, the first uh, three three participants are announced with uh, Hangman right there. Mm
1: -hmm. He's learning as we do.
0: Jungle Boy. Ray Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And Kenny Omega.
1: Oh, his little sad face. Because Hangman still wants to be in a tag team, but Kenny's done with it.
0: I'm going to predict something. Not to play Booker, but predicting. There's
1: a difference. This
0: is not a spoiler. This is a prediction. Finals of that match, Kenny Omega, Hangman, Adam Page. That
1: would be entertaining. That would be so good. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So we have our third match of the night. We have Isaiah Cassidy coming out, and he's got Hardy Party. The whole Hardy party is there. Versus Jericho, and he's got the whole inner circle party there. Um, I don't know. What do you have to say about this? Because I I just have written, I'm not very interested.
0: (laughs) I'm not interested in this match as a concept. Uh, I think they exceeded my very low expectations. Uh, Ooh.
1: Ooh, yes. Yes. The fast... Don't
0: do that again. Okay, well, I'll do it many times. But... No, you won't. <laughs> the fast pace of the match surprised me, and I didn't mind that. I didn't mind the ring work. I
1: was surprised how much... It... What?
0: It did a good job... Two things. It did a good job of showing that Jericho underestimates Isaiah Cassidy. However, we just fucking did this with Orange Cassidy. No relation.
1: You don't know that.
0: Uh, I absolutely
1: know that. <laughs> you don't know I that. I would bet
0: money. <laughs> I would bet my house.
1: Um, Yeah, so he got a lot of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not defense. Offense. Offense. He got a lot of offense in. He was really beating Jericho's ass until he got hit with the Judas effect. Nobody survives Nobody the Judas survived. effect. Nobody survives it. So even though he got so much offense in, he just ends up losing. The match went on for... A considerable amount of time, I thought, knowing he was going to lose.
0: It exceeded expectations. It was a good match in the ring. The most interesting part about this, and I use that term very fucking loosely, Luther attacked Jericho randomly while they were on the outside. And now apparently that's leading to a match next week with uh, Jericho and Hager versus Luther and Serpentico
1: chaos project
0: who the fuck ever like i know luther is jericho's friend and i'm sure luther means something to i i he's probably a wrestler's wrestler i don't care they haven't built him up as anything to me
1: yeah i mean it's random i mean it's nice to see jericho like putting over people and trying to get them i do appreciate that stuff, he's and...
0: like an elder statesman yeah I like he is
1: that. he definitely is he is the elder statesman.
0: He is. Not just of AEW, but of wrestling as a whole.
1: Yeah. So.
0: I don't mind that. I
1: mean, I'm not interested in it. I'm not mad, but.
0: I'm willing to be pleasantly surprised.
1: Yes. We'll see what happens.
0: Now this next fucking segment <laughs> can fucking.
1: I'm so- I seriously. I
0: almost get us canceled every time. This was I'm...
1: the second time in the night where I'm like, did I just have a stroke? Because I don't understand what just happened and what I just saw. So, Kip and Miro are planning Kip's bachelor party, mm. and it's just a segment where they're like, dicking around, playing video games, and they're like, doing that thing where you throw hatchets. They're just like at an arcade or something. Wait, what the hell? Fucking Miro keeps talking about Rum Springer. Rum Springer! And they're just dicking around, and then like, okay, I don't know who this is. So Miro is playing a video game and this weird dude <laughs> comes up in a weird suit and he's talking to him and I guess I'm supposed to know who the fuck this is.
0: Here's, here's what really fucking irritates me about this.
1: <laughs> it worked for...
0: I hate this whole angle, number one. But on a certain level it worked for me only because I'm a huge fucking loser and I know who Billy Mitchell is. He Wait, holds,
1: so it just works
0: for you just because you know who no, it is? Well, no, because I know who he is. It's like, oh, so Miro, Miro, Miro is a goddamn Twitch video game guy, and oh, Billy Mitchell, and the he's the fucking guy who holds the Donkey Kong world record, and they made a whole movie about him because he's actually a scumbag and a piece of shit. Is he? Yeah, yeah, that's.
1: But again, I don't know any of this because I don't know who the fuck this is because I don't care. And if
0: and if I know this and you don't know this and you are married to me, how is the average fucking viewer going to know any of that? Please, especially if they don't explain it.
1: Comment in the comments. People tell me, is this common knowledge? It is not.
0: I you don't have, you don't have to wait for their fucking comments. <laughs> it is not common knowledge.
1: Uh huh.
0: It's no, like nobody knows outside of a very, very small subculture of losers who didn't lose their virginity until they're in their fucking 20s.
1: Wait, that's late?
0: I I mean, you see the fucking kids these days.
1: The kids, these oh. (laughs) kids these days. Back in the day, people got fucking married at 13. What do you mean the kids You're talking about the
0: day the day. I'm talking about... What
1: days are you talking about? The
0: 70s? Sometime between the day the day and the kids today. Um, but...
1: Basically, you're just talking out your ass.
0: But basically, nobody knows who the fuck this chud is.
1: (laughs) Don't call him a chud! Well, I don't know. Is Is he a good person or a bad person? He's a piece of shit from what
0: I've heard, but, you know... The point is, if you're gonna make this a major part of your angle, as a holy shit, who is that? Who's running in? Even if it's
1: not a major part of the angle, if it's just if you have a random dude walking on camera,
0: you got to establish it.
1: Tell me who, and then when it comes back, and the commentators are talking, they're like, "Oh, it's Billy Mitchell." Who Who the fuck is Billy Mitchell? (laughs) I didn't know. Who the fuck is this
0: weird dude? And I was even, I was sitting there with my ass. I was like. This motherfucker isn't Billy Mitchell, and it was Billy Mitchell.
1: When I hear Billy Mitchell, I'm like, is that the guy who used to do those infomercials? (laughs) (laughs) Billy Mays. (laughs) Billy Mays. Wait, I'm mixing up Billy Mays and Kathy Mitchell. Do we have any infomercial fans out there? (laughs) Because if you had someone from an infomercial, I'd know. But Billy Mitchell.
0: This podcast is going to turn. This is off the fucking um, miles. this podcast is going to turn into about Ron Popeil's six-star <laughs> cutlery commercial in a hot second. Because that's my area of expertise.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I don't know Ron Popeil as well as you do, but I know infomercials. I don't know who the fuck Billy Mitchell is and why the fuck I should care about Miro and Kip dicking around. And I feel like this is just a poor use of Miro. Mm. Like... Doesn't Mira wanna come in and just take over? Like I don't understand why he wants to come in and be like this dude just dicking around with Kip. It's just confusing to me.
0: Garbage segment. Fucking hated it.
1: Moving on.
0: Moving on. I won't kinda say I will be fucking shocked. I will eat my I will start to wear a hat just so I can take it off and eat it, if this segment actually turns into something that pays off in a satisfying
1: way. Me too. I'll buy a hat. I'll get a hat. All right, next we have Dasha backstage. You're, like, moving around to much. You're making too much noise.
0: Hey, we still have better production than BTE.
1: I love BTE, but please fix your audio issues. Fix your shit! Because one second, it'll be so low, I have to turn the volume up all the way. And the next minute, I have someone screaming in my face. And
0: I understand it's, like, on the fly, and it's supposed to be impromptu, and I get that, and I respect that. But you're telling me you can't plug in a fucking XLR mic?
1: Oh, we think we know everything about recording.
0: No, but I know what a fucking XLR mic is.
1: Why are you sitting so far away from this mic?
0: Because.
1: Oh my God, you're so annoying. <laughs> I know. That's okay. the gimmick.
0: I'm annoying. I you punch me. I
1: do love BTE, me. by the way.
0: I do too. It's a great show.
1: All right, so we have Dasha talking to best friends.
0: Best friends calls FTR weenies. You missed
1: or- the whole I other stuff to say. FTR comes in in their interview, and FTR calls them the middle card, Mm -hmm. and they lunge at them kind of and do the whole, like, Uh. made you flinch, bro, and then Orange Cassidy calls them weenies.
0: Love that, love that, Orange Cassidy.
1: They head out to the ring for Orange Cassidy's match versus Ten from the Dark Order, and uh, it's a fast match. Orange wins quickly, which I thought was surprising, but I'm glad because I like the idea of, like, keeping Orange built up.
0: I do, too. I think Orange is a stealth candidate for a future world champion.
1: And, uh, there was a lot of, like, dicking around with Dark Order. They were being ding-dongs.
0: They cannot decide what the fuck they want Dark Order to be. And I love Dark Order. Oh, I and so
1: like, each time you see them, you don't know which Dark Order you're getting. Like BTE Dark Order or like Brody
0: they are this they are not the same thing
1: I do I gotta say though I do love Dark Order on BTE. I think they're hilarious John Silver is fucking hilarious and I won't hear a word against them
0: You won't hear it from me
1: but when they have a serious match and they come out and they're just all dicking around it's like am I supposed to think they're a threat or not?
0: It needs to get more towards, like, the inner circle model where, yes, Chris Jericho is fucking hilarious, but when it's time to work, it's time to work.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I think so. that might be a correct opinion. On wrestling! Oh, I can't stand you. I can't stand myself. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Or Dark, Twins, Order. Dark,
0: Dark Order does a nice little uh, mockery of the uh, Okada cam shot. They hug each other.
1: Yeah, there's so much dick in the room.
0: Orange Punch to Beach Break. Orange Cassidy with the quick win. Like Orange Cassidy with that quick win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god.
1: (coughs) I'm pretty sure this podcast isn't even going to be coherent. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be honest. I've had four drinks before doing this.
0: I've had... Four drinks. <laughs> oh
1: right. shit! I didn't realize you had as many as me.
0: Four or three—it doesn't matter. So None of this matters. I already
1: have difficulty talking. Dimitri? Normally, <gasps> what?
0: Yeah, you fucked up. Like I fucked up. As Wait, did I
1: say it like that? He
0: said, difficulty.
1: <laughs> oh, see in the playback. I think you're full shit, but we'll see.
0: Tell us in the comments below.
1: <laughs>
0: no. Next segment. I love this fucking segment.
1: Oh my God it was great okay so Mjf makes his way into the inner circle locker room with Warlow and he's got a he's got a gift and he what I thought was great was when he walked in like Jericho gave him this look like what the fuck are you doing here which is perfect. the perfect look on all their faces. He says he has a gift for Jericho for winning and he starts pulling out inner circle jackets.
0: Skip Sammy.
1: He gives them all a jacket, except there's no jacket for Sammy. What's that about? And, uh, basically, we end with Jericho saying, Do you want to join the inner circle? And MJF going, Do you want me to join the inner circle? And after MJF left, seemed like maybe Jericho might be interested.
0: I love the budding bromance between Chris Jericho and MJF.
1: I want a program with those two.
0: And I really am very... Tony
1: Khan, give it to me.
0: Come on, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> but really, what what's going to hurt my heart, it's like a fucking dual-edged sword where I'm going to love Jericho with MJF. My heart is going to fucking break into a million pieces When this leads into the Sammy-Jericho breakup. Because I feel like that's what's going to happen. Why are you booking? I'm not booking. I just have a nasty feeling in my heart of hearts.
1: Oh. I would like to see Sammy get his baby face run.
0: I would love to see that. I think you're going to see Sammy as a world champion at some point. If he can just stop saying stupid fucking things.
1: Oh, he said one stupid thing. Four years ago. And I don't have an... Like, h- my God, was it disturbing. It
0: was, but you but know... But he paid the price. You know I have, I have no problem separating art from artist, but... Sammy, if he can just kinda control himself, he's gonna be a future champion.
1: What do you mean control himself? He did that four years ago.
0: I agree with you. We're in the same... But you know how the fucking internet is. They dig shit up from fucking...
1: And I just want to say, I'm totally for the fact that he was punished. Right. Right. But
0: I've seen people call for him to be fucking fired, terminated, and that's just a fucking bridge too far. I, I don't want to
1: go down this rabbit hole.
0: I would gladly but, go down this. No, rabbit I don't want to. I don't. But we'd get canceled.
1: I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But we agree on this: you can't punish someone for using the R word on a podcast but still work with Mike Tyson.
0: Thank you.
1: And we'll leave it at that.
0: I I just want to say, now, one last statement. One last statement. I'm not saying Sammy shouldn't have been suspended. He did. And you know what? He appears to have learned his lesson. So you know what? The correction worked. Good. Great. They donated his salary to some kind of rape crisis organization during that time. Again, good Great gesture. I love it. Glad they did that. Did they donate the equivalent of Mike Tyson's appearance fee?
1: Mm.
0: I'm just going to leave that out there like a big spicy meatball.
1: And you know what? I'm willing to hear other people's opinions in the comments. Because I know there are people who don't agree with this, but.
0: I guess you got to win the world boxing title first. The and world maybe boxing have
1: a- title? Is that what it's called? Some like know. I don't know. I don't you, know.
0: Blocks you, you gotta be in Nintendo's Punch Out first, and then you can say that with, and then you can be a convicted ah uh, one of those. You
1: already used the R word once last so No, you. I didn't. You did. Did I? Yeah. God, I'm
0: drunk. <laughs>
1: All right.
0: Moving on. Well, that's
1: old news anyway. Let's move on. What? Well, we being drunk? Time no, the okay. whole Sammy thing. All right. All right. Brett
0: Baker with Reba versus Red Velvet. Number one, Red Velvet got completely screwed here because she didn't get an entrance. I would like to see them start to do, even in these squash matches, which this wasn't, surprisingly. hmm But when you've got someone... It was,
1: but it wasn't.
0: Right. But when you've got someone signed versus someone who's not signed, I would like to see them do, like, the full entrance. Because make it legitimate. Because even in the UFC... Let's say in the UFC, some fucking...
1: Wait, you're going to talk about UFC? You don't know anything about I UFC. I don't, but
0: let's say... In, everyone's going to get their fucking entrance. Regardless.
1: Yeah, I just, like... I don't understand why you couldn't give her 20 seconds to walk out. Give her 20 seconds.
0: Oh, I know why. Gotta have that time to get that fucking heels at in.
1: Ugh. So, there was a funny comment in commentary, uh... Taz says that Team Taz has the free dental gimmick from Britt Baker, which I thought was hilarious. And uh, for it being like a quick squash match to make Britt Baker look good, I thought it was really competitive.
0: It was a great match.
1: I thought they both looked really good. I'm not mad at all.
0: I think they should sign Red Velvet. I think she would be a great addition.
1: Yeah, I am I was not mad at that at all. And uh, after the match... Reba hands Britt Baker a glove so she can protect herself whilst doing the mandible claw. Uh,
0: don't you mean the lock jaw? Either way, <laughs> It's
1: the the- doing the mandible claw. So yeah, Britt Baker's back. She's looking good. And uh, then we have some promos for ne- not promos, but little commercially bits for next week. We're celebrating thirty years of Jericho.
0: Exciting.
1: Him and Hager versus Chaos Project, which is a strange 30-year anniversary, but... Dud. Well, I mean, that's his friend, so...
0: Still a dud.
1: It's not dud to him.
0: It's dud to me. I gotta watch oh, the thing. Oh,
1: it's a dud to you. Like, Yay. anyone gives a shit. Well, I do. And then we have the FTW. That's right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I confuse FTR and FTW. <laughs> I have the... Yeah, the FTW title is up for grabs... Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs.
0: I am so happy they're doing something with this title.
1: Me too. I'm into it.
0: It's perfect. It's great. I hope they establish it. I hope they establish it as being something either only beefy boys can go for or beefy boys plus no fucking rules. I I would
1: love to see it be like a hardcore type. I
0: want it to be the lights out title.
1: Because I was saying earlier, like I don't understand mid card titles. Unless it's got, like, maybe if it's a hardcore thing, because then it's, like, its own thing. So if we're not going to do that, I need the FTW title to mean, like, oh, you get that, then maybe you'll be getting a chance at Pretty Platinum pretty soon. (laughs) Like, I need it to mean something. Please let it mean something.
0: This is 2020, baby. Nothing means anything anymore.
1: Sure. Fuck you. And then we have the TNT belt up for grabs. Brody versus Cody. Cody. In a dog collar match. Do you actually know what that means, a dog collar match? What does that mean?
0: <sighs> I, th- I just
1: now stopped to think about it. I
0: think it means the dog collar is legal. So basically, the first guy to knock the other guy down and wear him down, they can put the collar on and wrap him around and do all this shit.
1: Is that for real what it is? And yeah, that's what's going to be. Have I ever seen a dog collar
0: match? Probably not. I've never seen one.
1: Is that... Is that a thing I don't know about?
0: No, I've never seen one. I'm sure it's happened.
1: Don't you think they should have explained that because it's coming up next week?
0: Well, they didn't establish who the fucking Donkey Kong record guy was. So (laughs) that's not their strong point in AEW, establishing shit (laughs) that you may not know about. And I love AEW. It's the best promotion in North America. But Mm -hmm. Jesus fucking Christ, give us some backstory.
1: You need to calm down. You're, You're out of control.
0: No, I'm entertaining. I'm just making that content. No, baby. there's a
1: there's a difference between out of control making and making that tent. Oh my god. Yeah. I just feel like if I don't know what that is, there's probably a lot of people who don't. I'm not saying I know everything, but I feel like I know a bit about wrestling. So if I don't know what it is,
0: you know a lot about wrestling, so it's weird that they would just throw that up with no explanation.
1: I mean, they just say dog collar match, and I just want like, okay, there's dog collars involved, but what exactly are the rules? I feel like it would have been nice to have like a little segment where Jr. talks about the rules of the match. Hmm. But we didn't get that. That's fine. Whatever.
0: And and I just want to say, is Brody Lee supposed to be the heel in this feud? Because I'm still, still not buying Brody Lee as the heel in this feud.
1: Well, that's just because you don't like Cody.
0: No, like. Just naturally, I feel like he beat Cody in three minutes. Yeah. He's the better guy. He's been there for five weeks. But like, nothing he has said in his promo has been wrong. And unless I'm mistaken, and tell me in the comments below if I am mistaken. <laughs> I'll never get used to doing this plug, but okay. What? Brody Lee beat him clean. Yeah. So if Brody Lee he beat, beat the beat him,
1: whole family clean.
0: <laughs> so if he did that, how was he the bad guy? He's just a better guy.
1: Why are you yelling?
0: Cuz I just think it's crazy that Cody is still booking himself as the winner. It's like the fucking baby face here. And this really is just Cody booking himself.
1: Okay, we get it, boss. You hate Cody. Why well, you mock me Christ. when you
0: have the same? She has the same fucking opinions as I do, but she mocks me. Yeah, but it's I don't spend
1: twenty minutes going on well, about maybe you it should. or screaming about it.
0: Maybe you I'm
1: should. waiting to get to the fucking best part of the night.
0: Let's get to it, baby.
1: Nothing makes me happier in professional wrestling than seeing Eddie Kingston, mm. Lucha Bros. Oof. John Moxley. Yes. This is just... Yes. So, Kingston comes out with the Lucha Bros. And uh, the ref, Brian Rensburg. Apparently, they know each other. Um. Oh, I thought it was funny that Eddie Kingston was talking about how uh, people in the back call Tony Khan TK. Calls them kiss asses. <laughs> thought that was funny. Love it. Apparently, Tony Khan said... Eddie Kingston can pick an opponent for John Moxley. And John Moxley didn't have to go for it. But he's a fighting champ, so he did. Um, and then, like, Eddie Kingston's going to beat the ref's ass because last week, John Moxley put him in the bulldog choke. And he didn't tap. He <laughs> went to sleepy time. And the ref ended the match, and Eddie Kingston is mad at the ref. And they have like some backstory, like they've known each other for 18 years, he knows his family, he knows his wife, so he's about to beat on them.
0: Out comes Mox.
1: Out comes Moxley.
0: I just want to say, the ref did a good job of throwing that shit right back into Eddie Kingston's face. Like, look.
1: Ryan Rensberg's a good actor.
0: I gotta protect you from yourself in the context of a professional wrestling contest.
1: Yeah, that was really good. It's not that
0: sniveling referee bullshit that you would see in some other companies.
1: Yeah, it was great. And Moxley comes out, saved by the bell for the ref.
0: With a wire bat! A A barbed barbed wire wire bat!
1: So he comes out, ready to beat on him. And uh, Moxley's standing in the ring, facing out to them, outside the ring. And who comes out of the back, up behind him, but his opponent.
0: The Butcher.
1: The Butcher. So... Oh, I wanted to make a point about John Moxley. Because we were talking about how, like... People say he's, like, a Stone Cold ripoff.
0: Yes, we've talked about this, yes.
1: And I just think it's insane because nothing John Moxley does is a ripoff of Stone Cold. No. When they're saying things about him being Stone Cold... It's because he reminds you of him, not because he's ripping him off. That is a compliment. So anytime some asshole critic out there is talking <laughs> about how John Moxley is a stone cold, like it's an insult. Look. No.
0: I enjoy, not on your YouTube account... I enjoy listening to Jim Cornette just because he's so fucking batshit crazy.
1: He's not allowed to listen to him on my account because I don't want to mess him with my algorithm.
0: Exactly. But Jim Cornette uses Stone Cold John Moxley like it's a fucking insult as opposed to the highest possible compliment you could give a professional wrestler.
1: Yeah, nothing he does is a ripoff of Stone Cold. Unless like Stone Cold has like a trademark on being tough. And he
0: could cuz Stone Cold <laughs> is the fucking genuinely in my opinion. Well, there's a case to be made for Chris Jericho, but talk it off like like longevity notwithstanding, in my opinion Stone Cold is the best to have ever done it.
1: That's your opinion. My point is, <laughs> calling him Stone Cold Jaw Moxley is not an insult. He is not ripping off Stone Cold. He doesn't even act like Stone Cold. He just kind of reminds you of him, and that's a good thing. That's a compliment.
0: Just in the way that like MJF kind of reminds you of like a Ric Flair.
1: Yeah. Like I just hate whenever like anybody does anything good, it's always like, oh, this is the new version of this person, or this person's ripping them off. They're not ripping them off. They just like remind you of them because they're also good at something.
0: Which is also insane because if you think about it, if you really think about it, AEW has secured the services of the modern day Stone Cold, Ric Flair. Oh my
1: God, I just said I hate when people do that. You're doing it.
0: And The Rock. But I'm just saying, you can. If you have eyes, you can see the similarities. I'm not saying they're like plagiarizing yeah. them.
1: They're not at all.
0: But they really have that same it quality. Yeah. Like when you've got MJF, John Moxley, and Ricky Starks, you basically have that trio in the same promotion, which is a great place
1: to be. Yeah. So anyway, to sum it all up, the critics are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Except for so, us.
0: Our opinions are correct. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Shit, I pulled at that thread again. We're not critics. We're fans. And we're not fans from fucking 30 or 40 years ago, judging today's product based on that. We're not pretentious and like liking things just so you think we're
0: cool. Let me give you a little background. I watched in middle school from, like, WrestleMania 15 up through the invasion angle and then I stopped and I started getting back into wrestling in like 2015 and that's when that was really our jumping off point.
1: Yeah. What's that had to do with anything?
0: Everything. I feel like people need to have a fucking No, we're
1: trying to do a recap of Dynamite and you're giving your life story over here. It's not a life
0: story, it's a frame of reference. It's a it's, it's a free flowing exchange of ideas between us and the people I don't in the want to you hear about your goddamn synergy My brand synergy.
1: Anyway, there's a match between Moxley and Butcher. It's very good.
0: I was surprised at how good this match was because...
1: It made me want Butcher to be a single star.
0: And you've made, like... Because it's funny because you've dumped on Kenny and Hangman as tag champs for so long because they're singles, guys. They're not tag champs. And I feel like this was like the bizarro version of that because Butcher is a tad guy. And yet this worked
1: so well. Yeah. What are you confused about?
0: I'm not confused. I'm just saying it's like a, <laughs> can I make an observation without you telling well, me I'm a piece
1: be of a, shit? There's gotta be a point to it. No, there doesn't. All right. Let's end this show. Butcher loses, obviously. Butcher's not going to beat John Moxley.
0: But it was good enough. It was.
1: He the... puts him in a bulldog choke. Butcher taps out.
0: I didn't like that.
1: Kingston's mad, and uh, I just want to say the superstars of the night tonight: Darby and Starks, Chef's Kiss, and Eddie love Kingsley. them both, and Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. The superstars of the night. Who's your dud of the night? Let me guess. The same dud as every week?
0: (laughs) Cody Rhodes is going to be the... He's going to be the Bruno Sammartino of the duds.
1: What the hell does that mean?
0: He's going to hold this title for like 1,500 fucking days straight. Oh my god. Because Cody Rhodes just... He's good in the he really ring. He
1: rubs you the wrong way, doesn't
0: he? He's good in the ring. He can do a good promo. But when he just uses this company as a fucking vanity promotion for him and Brandy, it's not great. I really
1: and, can't argue with
0: that. And I, I have no issue with his work in the ring. I have no issue with his work on the mic. But he needs to learn to step back. Because three of the four EVPs have honestly done a good job of establishing this company as not a vanity promotion. Cody has not, and I would just like to see that. And that's all.
1: All right, that's it for Dynamite. We're on most podcast things. We're not up on Apple yet.
0: Not yet, but we're getting there, baby. Very
1: soon we'll be on Apple. We got a YouTube under the same name. We got a Twitter. We got an Instagram. Instagram.
0: We got an OnlyFans. Not yet. (laughs)
1: No, we don't.
0: We're gonna soon. I've got an idea for that. that. i got an idea for that. It's a Wrestling Figures OnlyFans. And where things have happened.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Also, (laughs) we got all our AEW toys in the mail, finally.
0: Unboxing video coming soon.
1: Coming on the YouTube. Very soon. I'm gonna
0: put this out there. We don't have a little brand brand,
1: Even though we did order it. We
0: ordered a full set of six didn't get a brandy Rhodes, and you know what it's like they knew it's like they knew i don't give a
1: fuck <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we got all those toys we're gonna be unboxing them in a youtube video leave us your comments i want to know what you think so i can either agree with you and think you're a genius or yell at you because you're an asshole oh oh you're so annoying
0: Yeah, you knew this. How long have we been together?
1: Oh my god. Okay, end this. It's over. Show's over.
0: But we'll also be uh, probably posting random non-wrestling related pictures of our
1: cats. Maybe we will, maybe we will. You
0: know we will. You know Mm, we will. It's gonna gonna happen. If you like
1: cats, look at it. If you don't like cats, avert your asshole eyes. Oh! Just end this. I don't want to hear that noise anymore. Alright, guys.
0: Well, this has been fun. (laughs) Until next week, I'm George. (laughs) I'm Melissa. And this has been Correct Opinions on Wrestling. Bye. Goodbye.